Hey, everybody. This is Billy West. You've heard me on Futurama and Ren and Stimpy. You idiot! You fool! Oh, stop it, Ren. You know, Futurama, I did a bunch of voices. Greetings from the year 3000. It still sucks. Oh, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. She's a beautiful ship, all right? I'm going to fly her brains out, dear. And you're listening because I'm Zoidberg. You have to listen to me. You're listening to Two Dads in a Podcast. Scuttling away now. Welcome to Two Dads in a Podcast. The podcast. The podcast. And that's actually the uh, that intro is so long. We actually that's all the, uh, that's all the time we have today. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. So thank, thank you, you so for much listening, for guys. listening. You, you can know, catch it's, us it's on really our social media. <laughs> uh, don't forget about supporting <laughs> us on Patreon so that we can get to you all the. So so this we're week wait we're shit, we're man. continuing our video game console uh, in depth analysis slash favorite yep, games one by one. Yeah. Today we have the Xbox One. The Xbox it One. Just, it made sense. You had the 360. You had the Xbox, the 360, and what was the next name going to be? Xbox One. One. Not that right. it confused anybody at all. No. Nope. And mm-hmm. then you just started adding letters after it. <laughs> you, you did the next. So the Xbox One. That S makes even the, more sense. Well, and then you had the S and the X, which sounds super similar. So somebody comes in and they want the X, but they you show them the S. And they're like, that's not what I want. And it's like, that's what you said. And it just, it, yeah, it's fantastic. Or, or you marketing. find the Xbox One S or the Xbox One X, and you think you're getting an X or an S. Oh man, all those people who who <laughs> pre-ordered the Series X, the, because naturally that's the next step is you go from the Xbox One X to the Xbox Series X as the completely brand new generation. But that's not the conversation man. we're having today. That's not the conversation well, we're having today. I mean, it, it, it's part to do, man. It's part to do. So this system came out 2013. 2013. Yep. It's uh. Well, it was, when did it release? It was a, good, it was a November release. For, it was a good console, you know. It, it was it a was. solid console. I and just there, don't think it aged well, it, personally. It, I don't think it did either. It started off really solid, you know. Yeah. I will say, you know, we'll we'll get more in depth, but later on they came out with some services that were really good, but the console yeah, and the right. games that they had just didn't quite live up to expectations, I don't think. Yeah. In, in my personal opinion, at least. But it was a good console. The controller, I absolutely love the controller still. I think the controller design for Xbox beats out PlayStation and uh, Nintendo well, hands down. It's a very yeah. ergonomical, very comfortable controller. It, it's That's always been such a hot topic of debate is the PlayStation controller versus the Xbox controller. That's always a main push. And there, there are a lot of people, like people who are ride and die PlayStation will swear by the PlayStation controller every day. But I, I tend to agree with you. I kind of liked the feel of the Xbox controllers myself over the years. Oh, yeah. And, and they've, they've put a lot of great research. Now, if you go back to the original Xbox controller, that shit was garbage. <laughs> I still liked it, though. The Duke, I was a weird kid. The Duke? No, no. The Duke was bad, man. <laughs> Duke was bad. But it was it was a solid console overall. You know, they continued living on with their some of their exclusive games. You know, you yeah. had your Gears of War, your Forza series, your Forza Horizon series, of course, Halo. Right. So you had all these really solid exclusives, but that's not really where uh, the Xbox One shone. Like it, it didn't have well, that uh, wasn't the bulk of it. 
and be honest when when you looked at like gears 5 and stuff that came out on it and the forces like the forza was always a solid game but the the gears it wasn't the big fanfare release that it had been for years and then the halo the master chief collection came with a big set of problems with it you know it, it yeah it, i mean they fixed a lot of those since yeah, but it, it took right. years to get those fixed so you know it originally came out uh this was a generation where xbox came out at i want to say i think they came out at the same price point as yeah. the playstation which was yeah. kind of unheard of at the time because they hadn't hadn't done that they had the connect sensor and then they pretty much just like threw that to the wayside halfway through the generation but for good reason yeah i mean i I, I used it, it for it voice commands and that was it yeah it, <laughs> you know? it really wasn't that great i i don't know what they were going for but they didn't get there they they did not <laughs> they did i not. mean even even like we'll we'll talk about it with the playstation try to do their own sort of things but it, it the the only the thing it was they, used for is just dance and then they, they switched where you can yeah. use your phone for that <laughs> yeah so but it's just it you know like we said you know we're not this isn't you know shit on the xbox one <laughs> shit on microsoft segment this yeah. is you know to talk a little bit about the console talk a little bit about the games that released for well, it you know what i feel and like we can't really build it up if we don't tear it down first so that's that's um, right that's right so <laughs> no it, it had a lot of good things about it like 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 we said when on, on release it was a solid console it seemed like the best of the three at the time and well, it and just one of the things that they did really well is what they did and the other consoles did not is the backwards compatibility. You yeah. know, they introduced that early on in the console life where you could and play the, Xbox 360 and even original Xbox games. Yeah. And, and, and they, the, the catalog they've built up within their streaming services and stuff like it, it's really impressive what they're doing. Uh, it's almost, it feels like they're making a, a, time, a Microsoft time capsule, you know, a video game time capsule you can travel oh, yeah. back in time and play all these awesome games. Well, and they, with their Xbox Live, you know, I, I will say, you know, between PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold, the, the Live Gold felt like it had more substantial games on it every month. And yeah. for a long time, you could get two Xbox 360 games and two Xbox One games every month. So you're getting four games every month included yeah. with this subscription. And so the cost of it was great. You know, it was it was great value. And one of the really cool things it did, too, is it wasn't just a, a console. It was it was like a multimedia device. They wanted it to be your entertainment center. It, they really did. You could hook up a, a, an HDMI throughput and watch TV in a small box on the in the corner while you're playing a video yeah. game. So you can play a game while you watch the game or, you know, you know, it, I, I kind of feel like that's ultimately what tanked it in the end. Well, it was is it was too much focus on multi-service versus video yeah, games. They they wanted to be the only and I'll be honest with the new systems, it feels like they've done a complete 180. 180, like yes. They're riding the ship. Like the Xbox 180. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the same thing that Nintendo has to do constantly. And the the thing that makes PlayStation great on its own is is it has its own identity and it doesn't really try and stray from yes. that. Yes, and it it's a gaming console. It is yeah, all it will about adapt games. In other things. And you know what? 
it ended up being truth for me is I do use these consoles as my entertainment system now for the most part through the TV. But, but at we the still time, mainly want to play video games. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing. I you want know, it to be best at that. Now obviously. you have smart TVs, you have the Roku devices, you have, you know, the Amazon Fire, you have all these other yeah. multimedia devices for your apps and stuff. So focus on the games. Where at the time, I guess it was a good concept because you didn't have as much of that. But when the smart TVs took over, they they still put more focus on the multimedia element versus the the video games. Yeah. Well, and, well to be honest, I, at the time, not as many people had quote unquote cut the cord, you yeah. know, and they were mm-hmm. really going for that generation that hadn't caught up with them yet. And I'll, I'll give them credit for that. Like they were forward thinking with what they were doing. I, they just kind of missed the boat. They they sort of didn't get their timing right and stumbled on on that. But now, they they sold it so hard at the beginning. I remember that distinctly. Like they really sold that. And as a gamer, I was just kind of like, okay, what the fuck? And now, now a couple looking, things looking back as that, an adult, um, there was something to it. Yeah. Uh, a couple things that they did really, really well. Their online service was second to none. You know, they serviced con- me very well online. <laughs> uh, you know, connecting to people in multiplayer matches was better on Xbox than it was PlayStation. The the connections, the the party system, it, they they did the connectivity better, the multiplayer yeah. element better. Yeah. So that's actually one thing I used my Xbox for over my PlayStation is if I got a multiplayer game. Uh, take Overwatch, you know, any of the Call of Duties with, you know, of Minecraft. course, the exclusive, even Minecraft. Yeah, I played all of these things on Xbox over PlayStation because the connectivity was easier, better, smoother. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and there's an extent where uh, if, if you're not going to play a certain game on the PC, whether it be you're just you're running too many games already on your PC or too many games uh, on PC, there's no such thing. Know what happens when you when somebody like me who just has a limited capacity PC? That's why you just buy an extra hard drive. Well, you know what? I'm not made of hard drives. You know, hard drives don't grow on trees. Okay, so you want to no, you want to no, back off, back off the judgment here. Okay, Never. judgment tra- I'm talking about the average consumer can can't afford just go a thirty dollar hard drive. Okay, can't just go all willy nilly. You know what? When <laughs> when you can get a five four to five hundred dollar Xbox, all the same. <laughs> i mean come on but but yeah so the the while they didn't have the exclusive library that playstation had they had some great games you know we we mentioned them earlier yeah. and one of the things that they did later on in the generation they've continued it and you know i've even subscribed to it a little bit and i and i will at some point in the future too is the the xbox game pass they introduced that uh, towards the end of the Xbox One generation, yeah. where you pay, you know, ten bucks a month or one hundred twenty dollars a year, the cost of two brand new games, and you get all access to all first party games that come out over the years, and then anything that they have licensing for, which now includes right. some of the, some of the biggest studios out for there. Sure. You know, like Bethesda. And, and they just keep buying more. Yeah, and. Actually, that's how I've played some of the games that I've played, like The Outer Worlds, which is a fantastic RPG, kind of feels like, uh, you know, the Fallout games. And that's how I played that was through the through Game Pass. 
And so they had a lot going for them. And I really feel like this gener their new generation, they really need to step up with the exclusive games. They really need to step up with the gaming element of it versus the Xbox One. Yeah. But so, I mean, they, that's... They really did. Like, they're, they're becoming the Disney Plus of video games. You know, they eventually yeah. <laughs> are just going to keep being able to Acquiring afford to buy everything more and more. And it's just going to make it even better. But, you know, th there are some games that just play better than others. And I, I think, like, the Grand Theft Auto V uh, was a better game to play on the Xbox. Obviously, I, I quite enjoyed, like, the Monster Hunters came out this time, the Resident Evil games. I think, like, 6 and 7 released on this. Uh, Witcher 3 was a great fucking game. Oh, Assassin's yeah. oh, Creed yeah. had their games. Apex Legends was it was a fun game. Even even Katie's husband was playing that the other day oh, when, nice. when we were <laughs> recording there. And, and the Metal Gear Solid Five, you know, Red yeah. Dead Redemption Two, which a like, lot of these games were cross-platform. But when yeah. you got into the last part, the last yeah. bit of the generational war. Uh, with the Xbox One X versus the PlayStation 4 Pro, the X was a more powerful system. You could play these yeah. games in 4K. They ran smoother, a faster frame rate. So it really, they stepped up their game with performance at the end, and they, they really took that to heart with the new generation as well, which I really appreciate right. them doing. So, but yeah, you know, he's named all the, these incredible games. You had games like... Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Ori and the Blind Forest, great, which were great game, fantastic, yeah. uh, like action platformers and puzzle. Uh, you had yeah. some fantastic, which I know Xbox, I believe they bought the studio for Hellblade, Sanua Sacrifice, which was just a great trip of a game. Uh, you had, sure. again, cross-platform stuff that came out on all, both consoles, but you know, Star Wars, uh, Jedi, The Fallen Order, you know, Monster Hunter World. There were so many th things. And when Xbox advertised it plays better on Xbox One X, it, it did. It did. So you, you had a lot of great games and, you know, but the thing is, out of this entire list, if you look up a list of, you know, the top 25 games for, for some people and some notable websites, maybe five of them are exclusive. They right. just didn't have that that exclusive exclusivity footprint and, that and you know, really drew you like I have to buy Xbox over PlayStation. To be fair, we, nowadays with Xbox and PlayStation, I, I I I'd be hard pressed to think of a game for this generation we're talking about that I like more than others that that are exclusive. Like I I just the exclusive games that have come out just. I don't know. I, I, I like some of the non-exclusive games. I mean, there's some incredible non-exclusives for sure. Yeah. So, you know, we always, we always talk about our favorite game per console. And this one's, yeah. this one's a little harder for me, honestly. And, and it's namely just because the selection, I played most of the games that came out on PlayStation over Xbox. Cause if it was, if it wasn't a multiplayer game, I played it on PlayStation. And right. I, I almost will never put a multiplayer game, an online multiplayer, as my my favorite because that shit gets toxic and it makes you so mad when somebody just shoots you from across the fucking map and it's like how did that? <laughs> oh, but don't and don't forget uh, Tony Hawk One and Two re-release. Oh yeah, oh yeah, on these systems. So well, uh, 
do you want to do your favorite first? Do you, do you have a favorite? Sure. Yeah, I I do, and it, it's gonna have to be Fallout Four. Fallout was Four, my nice. That was really really good. That game was so fun for me. They took the series exactly where I wanted it to go. Honestly, back back to some of the origins. There's another settlement that needs your help. I'll put a marker on your map. And, uh, you know, Boston, we just talked to a nice guy from Boston today. There's another settlement that needs your help. I'll put a marker on your map. An interview from a nice guy from Boston. And I got to talk about Boston with both of these guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and did you know there's another settlement that needs your help? I'll put a marker on your map. (laughs) Sorry, that's like half of the game game. is just uh, Preston, Preston, right? I think his name is Preston. Uh, Just be like, hey, there's another settlement that needs your help. And it was just, it was such a fun, fun really little was. dive down into the, the series. And, you know, this was a sort of time when all the series we grew up loving made some of their biggest games and biggest footprints. In, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, into their genre, into their, their series. Like Ooh, we said, Witcher, Witcher 3. <laughs> I mean, it. Witcher 3 was so popular it got its own fucking TV show off of it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well I mean technically the TV show follows the books I believe. Yeah. uh, yeah. Over the video games but like it really brought thing to mainstream. Witcher 2 was a fantastic game. The first Witcher was a fun game but Witcher 3 is really what gave it its its cultural impact that that brought everything to light so so my favorite it's it's a little tough. There, there's there's two that I kind of want to toss up, but one just kind of we and we actually mentioned both of them already. But the one that kind of overtakes is a, a similar vein to Fallout, and that's yeah. the Outer Worlds, right? Made by well, Obsidian you, you Games. Mentioned that too. I didn't yeah, even yeah. bring that one up. I was saving that. Um, that's that game you know, is so funky and fun. Like it, I mean, I it's made to describe by it. it's made by Obsidian Games, who created yeah. Fallout. They did Fallout yep. 1 and 2, and they did Fallout New Vegas, which arguably most people will agree that New Vegas had the best storyline. And the Outer Worlds, well, the depth that a they... A lot of people didn't like New Vegas also. The, the gameplay was a little slower paced, but the story was so much better. The story was yeah. so much better. But the Outer Worlds, they really took everything that I wanted Fallout 4 to be and made it even better, in my opinion. And, and I think that's why it kind of takes takes and place of over course, fallout 4 as you know obsidian games also made knights of the old republic 2 which if you ever played the game was a, a fantastic game until you got to the end <laughs> when the ebon hawk leaves the planet okay okay as the okay, planet okay. Is blowing up hey, hey, and you hey, have no idea hey, who's alive or hey, who escaped on the hey, ebon hawk I'm, I'm gonna you don't mute know you. what ha- i muted him there it is there it is i muted him uh, it's uh, it just TD. Okay, he's unmuted again. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, you brought it up this time. I didn't I, even bring it up. I didn't bring up Kotor. <laughs> you, you brought, up, you brought up Obsidian, and you knew they made Kotor too. <laughs> you knew what would happen, but yeah, dude, I have put so much time into the Outer Worlds, and I still haven't finished the game. Yeah. I still I haven't finished it, it because there's just so much to do, so many side quests and missions and exploration. And it really gave me a yeah. Fallout 3 kind of vibe. Yes. Which, Fallout 3 was fantastic. Yeah. Too. It, and that was like the best of all the Fallouts, in my opinion. 
the the one that kind of was a tough runner up for this was actually the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, and it and the only reason it's not there is because they didn't add enough to it until very recently. Right, right. So, but that, ha- the Master Chief Collection was Halo one, two, three, and four. Yeah, and then later on they started at and they had like two. They remade two to like the two anniversary and. Uh, it's hard as balls and, uh, on legendary it is, it's crazy on legendary, but anyway, so I got lost. I got lost (laughs) in the fucking Halo games already. You know, they should have just kept with the number systems because man, it'll probably come out as Halo six infinite. Yeah. That's the one I'm so excited for that game though. Yes. But, but the master chief collection, the, the whole reason it didn't make my favorite is because they, they just added Halo reach to it. You know, they didn't add some of the, the the other games until later, and Reach is arguably one of my favorites. Reach was just incredible. The multiplayer was the best, in my opinion. It, it did so many things very, very well. So, you, you know, the Master Chief Collection, it's fun, but it took them way too long to fix the issues yeah. and stuff that they had which, with it. Which, so. one, which Halo game was the one where it was like a point and click? Uh, that would be Halo Wars. It was uh, an RTS. Yeah. That yeah, that sucked. was fun. Oh. No, I hated it. <laughs> I'm not because no, I thought I'm not a big we're, RTS we're, fan, but that's one of the few that I actually enjoyed. Um, and I think <laughs> it's because it's just a little easier than most other RTS games. <laughs> no, I, I didn't like it because when it came out, I didn't know it was a click game. <laughs> so I, I bought it thinking it was going to be that a real Halo time. Game. No, no, real time strategy. Real time strategy. No, it wasn't. Well, guys, if you have a a favorite Xbox One game, if you have uh, some good Xbox One memories that you want to tell us about, let us know. You can reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. These systems now are going to fade into the past real quick. Oh, yeah. And and that's going to be, you know, eventually these are going to be nostalgic moments. Or for a whole different generation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let us know. Uh, you can also email us 2dap2020 at gmail.com. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, where you can watch me eat bowls of cereal. Coming very soon. Different very soon. bowls of cereal. And, of course, you get full access to the complete interviews that we've done, oh, because right. these yeah. last few have that been really long. Uh, and yeah. we have to cut them down for the podcast. Because yes. n- nobody wants to listen to an hour and a half podcast. Honestly, uh, I shouldn't say nobody. They, Honestly. You know, it, it, maybe we have had some very long interviews and it's not a bad thing. It's just not a bad thing. We just keep talking. And I, I don't know how to broach this subject. So mermaids. 